Well, hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Veronica Williams podcast. I hope that your week has been going phenomenal. Um, I'm coming here today on this Sunday, February the 2nd, 2020, with something that has just really been in my spirit uh, now for, seems like for the past couple of weeks. Um, if you do not know anything about me, please check out my previous podcast and my, pre- I'm sorry, my previous episodes, um, especially the first one. Um, it will tell you a little bit about my history and about the journey that I was on. One of the biggest things that I also have learned is to say this, guys, enjoy your journey. I know many people say trust um, the process and sometimes that's a little hard to say. You have to trust the God of the process, but also enjoy the journey that you are on. Um, in my last podcast, I remember saying that a lot of people who are even living, and it seems as if they're walking around dead right now. And I wanted to just encourage you guys to live, live in the moment, live in the now. Um, this seems like my podcast is going into a huge a new you, new now type of podcast. And it's a lot of things that I'm absolutely learning. So I wanted to throw that out before I absolutely forgot it. That is not what my podcast is about today. My podcast, you already see the title. It is Hope Deferred Makes the Heart Sick. So please check out my previous podcast. If it is something that you are really liking, um, you know, that you like, and this is something you know that you need, not only in this season, but in your life. Even if you know someone that needs encouragement, who does not need encouragement? I believe we all do. Everybody needs encouragement. And even if you don't need it right now, I promise you, you know someone that does. It could be family. It could be friends. It could be frenemies. It could be coworkers. It could be your parents. It could be your siblings, your children. you got to know someone that needs a word. you got to know someone that needs some motivation. Every single day, I believe we wake up and looking for something that's going to give us some, you know, something in our spirit to just tell us to just keep pushing on. So for any of my new listeners, thank you. And if you for also my new subscribers, I see that I have some new subscribers. Thank you so much. I pray that this podcast um, blesses you in your life, in your journey, in your season, in your now, in everything that you are doing. I just pray that it continually blesses you. Also, I have on my a podcast, my email that is there and I have a website. Please leave. Um, I would love it if you would leave uh, comments that you will rate, comment and sub- um, subscribe as well if you have not. And also send me emails. This is a journey that I'm, I absolutely love, but sometimes we end up doing things and it's not even what the people need and my thing is what exactly does the people need what are they really struggling with in their life what are they needing so send me an email let me know what you think about the podcast let me know the things that you are really struggling with in your life now this is the journey that I'm on a journey that I'm loving a journey that I'm not trying to be like anybody else yes I listen to some phenomenal men and women um, who have uh you know who does motivational speaking and they everyone has their own taste before when i first try to do this thing um i was like okay so how am i supposed to sound what am i supposed to say and we tend to try to get in someone else's lane when we need to stay in our own lane so please check out the previous episodes and You'll see how, you know, how my spirit is. You'll see that I am, this is on the foundation of God. 
I love the Lord. I am a follower of Jesus Christ. And this walking this journey is not easy, but it is totally worth it. And sometimes we fail, but because of the God that we serve, we would never be cast down. We're not a failure. I put up a post yesterday and said the only failure in your life is like you only fail when you don't acknowledge that you failed and you learn from it. That's a failure. So, and I failed many times. Every day I wake up and it's going to be something I'm going to fail in, but I know, I know the God that I serve. So, I, I pray that it blesses you guys. Also, to my my um, previous subscribers, listen, guys, you're already family. You're already family. I feel like this is going to be a phenomenal movement, a phenomenal community, and we all know what we need. And sometimes we just need someone that can push us and can help us because God knows our prayers. So I thank you guys for being faithful listeners. And I know some people are not really getting notifications because I've gotten calls and different messages from people saying, hey, I didn't even know you did a podcast. So a podcast is going to be, it's going to be one that drops every single Sunday. That is my plan. I had to write it down because, you know, some things were like, "Mm, this is what I'm going to do. Yet we don't write that thing down. And the Bible teaches us to write it down, write the vision down, make it plain on paper. So I had to write some things down. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you guys so, so very much. When I come on here and do my podcast, I do them out of a authentic and transparent heart. This is who I am. I don't hide anything. I tell my truth. It is my bold truth. And it is, it is what got me to where I am today. So just a little bit. If you do not know anything about me, just a little bit about me. I have been a nurse for a long time, over 16 years. Um, I've been a registered nurse. I've been a bedside nurse. I've been in every type of specialty you could think of. I've been a travel nurse. Um, I did this for so long. Um, I even lost my license in 2010 um, due to a conviction that I had back in 1999 when I was serving in the United States Army. So I had a conviction. And once I got the conviction, it seemed like everything shut down. Um, I remember praying to God and asking God to really help me in this situation. Um, even in California, I got a conviction in 1999 out the military. Um, in 2005 is when um, they were trying to prosecute me. I ended up, you know, saying that I was guilty. And, you know, that time it, it was just that I thought that that was over. But to be honest, it seemed like life had just begun. So that was in 05, um, 2010, uh, my license got revoked um, in my original state and I didn't work, but I did have a license in other states because sometimes we end up running from things that we know that we need to take care of, yet we're hoping that no one finds out about it, even though we're you know, God is good and God is like, okay, so in order for me to get you where you got to go, these things that you're trying to hide, you know, so it could be things that we're trying to hide and God is like, oh, no, ma'am, no, sir. So everything that I prayed for, I was in California in February, the February, the I'm sorry, September of 2013. I remember being on that couch by myself in California saying, God, I need help. Um, this is not the life that I want. I feel like, and I was, I felt like I was pulled toward a different direction, yet I didn't know what it was. I just wanted more. And um, I didn't know what more was. I just was like, this is not it. I feel like I'm running um, from things that I need to be, need to be taken care of. And I didn't want people to um, 
seemed like convict me again. Like I felt like the state had already convicted me. I had served, you know, did my time, which I didn't do any jail or prison time. I did spend 10 days in jail um, until I had to go to court, but I did do some time, but I feel like, okay, so now I don't want them to, you know, shame me again. I had already had dealt with a lot of shame, a lot of persecution, a lot of hurt, a lot of unforgiveness. And I was in this battle now of just hurt and brokenness. So I end up on that chair, on that couch saying, God, I need help, not knowing exactly what that meant. And even now, I come to you guys as a believer in Jesus Christ and as a Christian, as a, I absolutely love the Lord. And this is a journey that I'm learning every single day. And I remember saying, God, I need help. And before, I didn't know what I need help was, but God knew exactly what it was. So things started to seem like fall apart. But to be honest, as I look back now, they were all falling together. Everything was falling in place. And there may be things in your life that you're like, okay, well, you know, I'm afraid to ask God for help because, you know, I'm not sure what's going to happen. I'll just hide this thing and hopefully no one finds out about it. I'll just put this thing in the closet and hopefully no one will find out about it. I'll just cover this thing up and hoping no one will find out about it. And that hurt, that pain, that bitterness, that unforgiveness, that shame, whatever that thing is, it was always be there because we have not given that thing to God. So I remember just saying, God, I need help. And in January of that next year, I remember all my my other license. I had license in three other states were absolutely, I lost all those as well. So now I'm on this thing, which I have went to school, paid lots of money because I made stupid decisions in school and college. And I just kept going back to school like many of us do. And we keep going back to school, getting student loans, hoping that the world can supply us with this life that we need, that we, we want this abundant life. And we keep going to school and wanting to get something to get a title that's, go, that's going to become an idol. And we go to school and I went to school and I became a nurse and I felt like that is all I can do. That's all I know. That was all I knew. So I thought, so I thought, So from 2014 to 2017, it seemed like I was in this entire season of just being broke, just being hurt. But I remember hearing the voice of God so clearly. I remember us living inside of a hotel in in North Carolina and I get emotional when I talk about this. And I found Jesus in that bathroom of that hotel. In the bathroom of the hotel is when I found, found God. And I didn't know, all I knew was I just was wanting something, yet I kept looking back. I remember even when, before I moved to the state of North Carolina, I was hoping, you know what, now I'll get a chance to work as a nurse because like I said, guys, that's all I knew. I didn't know of anything else. I didn't know of anything else. But I remember getting a call, which was so absurd. It was so unreal that the Board of Nursing, they never call. Like, why would they even call and tell me, you know, just to let you know, I know you're moving to North Carolina. We're not even going to be able to give you a license here until every license in every state is taken care of. And there cannot be any anything on your license. And I kept saying, no, that's the devil. Oh, that's the devil. But I was I kept looking back and I didn't understand that that was God still working in me and through me, he wanted me to come to him to trust him, but he had a whole different path. And I kept asking myself and asking everybody around me for confirmation. Sometimes we seek confirmation and we want confirmation from people who don't even know God. They don't even speak to God, which yet we're wanting the confirmation from them. I kept saying, God, send me confirmation. And he's like, I'm talking to you. You don't hear me though. So I let that be. 
But God opened up multiple doors. I feel like we had so much favor in that place, yet I couldn't stop looking back. And then it kept bringing me to Exodus 14, which is the crossing of the Red Sea. How God allowed the Israelite, the children of Israel, to just cross from, which is the land of slavery, the land of bondage, which is what we do. What is your land? Your, what is your land of your slavery, bondage, poverty, mindset? It could be so many things in this place that we keep looking back because it's comfortable. And even though it's not really a place, sometimes even religion will be in a will be. You know, it's like we're comfortable in our discomfort. We're like, okay, at least I know what's back there. So we go back. And I kept looking back for four years. I kept looking back. But I knew that God was the God of restoration. So everybody that knew that I had this felony conviction, that I had a felony conviction, kept saying, there's no way. There's no way you're going to be able to get your license back. You're a felon. But I knew what God told me who I was in that bathroom. And all I, he kept giving me was Isaiah 61 and 7. He says, instead of your shame and your dishonor, I would give you a double portion of honor. And instead of confusion, I would give you a double portion of prosperity. And your land and everlasting joy would be yours. And I remember being in there in that bathroom and all I could hear was from failing. Well, no, it was from failure to failing to faith, to fortunes, and I didn't know how I was going to get to that area. I felt like, you know what, let me help God out, like most of us do. We're like, okay, God, you're taking a long time, so let me just help you out so that I can get where I'm going, because this fortune, this life that you've given me, this life of abundance that Jesus has loved me, let me go try to find it, because the life that I'm seeing, God, is not an abundant life, so let me go and find it myself. And that's what I try to do. So I kept looking back in God because he is so sovereign, because he's so good. He opened that door and gave it back to me. But sometimes restoration is exactly what you had. It's nothing new. So God gave it back to me in in, um, seven years from the date that I lost it. He opened up the exact same doors, the same hospitals. Every place that I had went before and I had lost it. God opened up those doors. Sometimes when you pray... And you ask God things. God will give you exactly what you ask for. He knows what you can handle. Sometimes people get in relationships and they get the exact same thing because they don't expect better. So they end up getting the same relationship. They end up getting the same friendship because they don't know that it's better on the other side of the pain that they've had to deal with on the last side. So they keep going backwards because that is what we're familiar with. But after I got back to work and I was working, I knew that I had this whole entire thing of frustration. Like, this is not me. Why do I keep doing this? So I came back to Atlanta, went to a prestigious hospital here and worked here. And then God called me into the season of isolation where I didn't work for an entire year. He shut up every single door. If you listen to my previous podcast, I'll tell you a little bit about that. Every door that I tried to go through for that entire year was shut up. And a young lady had prophesied to me at a millions conference in Texas that said in her book that I still have, she says, may you rest like never before. I didn't know exactly what that meant, but I didn't know that God was calling me. He was hiding me from the world. He said, in order for me to get you where I'm taking you to, I need to hide you from the world because you're seeing out of a different perspective. You're seeing out of a different view. And I want to show you the view that I have. God owns 
the earth in the fullness thereof. He owns everything. And he said, what you're seeing is not what I've given you. You've chosen it. Sometimes we walk into these things that God has not given to us. And then I've spoken to so many people, especially nurses, because by trade, by trade, I'm a nurse. But by the title that God has given me, it's something bigger. It's something bigger. It's kingdom. It's kingdom. Sometimes we just look at that thing that we went to school for and we feel like that's the only thing that we can do. But yet God says, I will give you multiple streams of income. He wants us to have more. But sometimes you will never get that more if you keep looking at the less. We keep going. Many people who are Christians, you prophesy, you're speaking in tongues, you're praying, you're fasting, and yet you're still broke. You're still bitter. You're still angry. You still have so much unforgiveness in your spirit. And you wonder why blessings have not been released. This abundant life that I prayed for, this abundant life that I wanted, it was not what I, it was not what I desired. Not when God says that you delighted me, I would give you the desires of your heart. But I had to realize what is it that I'm blocking me from moving forward. And I had to take a quick look in the mirror and I kept doing it. And I said, Veronica, you're blocking you. You're afraid because the world has convicted you of identity theft. You don't know who you are. You don't know who you are. God has better guys. God has so much better. And I went into the hospital after God opened up the doors because even in this season of rest, that one year season of rest, October of 2019, God blessed me because guess what? I asked again because everybody around me was like, wait a minute, how are you going to fund your business? How are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? And sometimes there are people that we're watching that we think are good and not even God. And we're following them and we're getting connected to them. And all they have is a spirit of gain. They don't have a spirit of servant attitude. They don't have no servant attitude whatsoever. All they go in for is trying to sell. What's the next sale I can get? And sometimes we're getting connected and they don't even have a foundation of God. And we get connected because it sounds good. Let me tell you how to make your next dollar. Let me tell you what you need to do. If that person don't want to buy from you, go to the next. And I got connected to multiple people who was trying to say, try this MLM company, try this MLM company, try this. And I tried it to lose every single dime that I had. But that entire year, I didn't want for anything. But I remember when I was trying to go back to work after I had resigned, I was trying to go back to work three months later because it was uncomfortable being at home alone and feeling like, wait a minute, something ain't right. And everything I tried to build up, God tore back down. He was like, you're building something yourself. You're trying to make things happen instead of trusting me. There may be times you guys are trying to do the exact same thing because you're hearing other people's voices and not the voice of God. And you're trying to make things happen that are not even God. And I got connected to so many people that were not even, they, they, they were a God, but they were not discerning. And I didn't even deserve I felt in my spirit so many times I wanted to say, wait a minute, this is not of God. We were trying to get people inside of businesses. We were trying to sponsor people to to sign up with us and, and nobody wanted it because they didn't really even want the investment. They didn't even desire. All they wanted was the money. How can I make money? And I kept saying, God, you got more for me. And it was sometime when you ask for more, God will give you less. He'll allow you to see you What do you really want? Is it the money that you want? Is it the mammon that you want? Or do you really want me? So when I tried to go back to work, I had a vehicle. 
that I had just purchased a couple of months later. And I tried to go back to work in May. And every single door that I got hired at, I had gotten hired. I was in orientation. And they came in there to take me out of the orientation says, for some reason, we're not able to hire you. And every job had to shut that door. And I didn't know, I still didn't discern that that was all God. But to make himself clear, completely clear and plain, my car got repossessed. So now I'm without a car. Oh, he made it plain then. When I say sit down, I mean sit down. Sometimes we don't hear until God removes everything and everybody from around us. Because he's like, I need you. I need you before I start sending you into the world to talk to people. You're asking for so much more and you don't even hear my voice. You're going to end up poisoning the people that you speak into their ear because you're coming from a heart of bitterness. You're coming from a heart of anger. You're coming from a selfish place. And everybody that you speak to, they're going to feel that. They're going to feel the the anger. They're going to feel the fear. They're going to feel the hurt. They're going to feel the bitterness. They're going to feel this. This is what God was saying. What are some things that you need? You need to release. What are some things that you keep running from? That thing is where you need to lay it down. So on this last one, the reason why I called it hope deferred makes the heart sick because when God opened those doors back up, he opened up two opportuni- four opportunities, but I accepted two of them. October of 2019. I accepted two of them. One of them I did an application for. God opened it up. But the day that I was in orientation, God allowed a phone call to come in from somebody I met 10 years ago. Because God would not only give you favor in his eyes, he would give you favor in the eyes of men. This young lady calls me in orientation to offer me a job as a director of nursing. And because sometimes we're so blind and sometimes we are not really discerning and not hearing from God, we don't know what to do. So yeah, I took the job. I took the opportunity. I did. But I didn't know what I, I didn't know what it was about. I was ready to just let this thing go. I was ready to tell her, oh no, this is not me. I'm not this type of a nurse. I'm not a hospice nurse. I'm ER and ITU. I was just going to tell her who I thought I was because I was trying to fix it myself. But God knew. He knew that in a couple of months that I was going to hear him again to say to lay this thing down because he knew that I didn't desire bedside nursing. I had went to this hospital and worked on a regular basis. I noticed every time I went there, it seemed like the fruit that I had. I was frustrated. I was bitter. I was broken again. I was feeling the same way I was. Instead of trying to be a blessing to patients, it was becoming a burden. And I was going in speaking to people that didn't even want to be taught. People who didn't even want, I was trying to lead people who didn't want to be led. And I was like, okay, I feel like I'm, this is a waste of time. I'm in here trying to teach people and teach patients they care less. They come in with the same freaking illness because they care less. They don't want education. They don't want help. They're broke. They don't want nothing. God, it got to be more. I started praying, God, enlarge my territory. <laughs> yeah, God will do that. Enlarge my territory. Let your hand be upon me. I kept asking that. I didn't know what enlarge my territory was. But I kept going back to the same small places, being bitter. 
in the last week I heard three nurses say, I'm tired of this, but I don't know what else to do. I'm tired of leaving my children at home and then I've come here and I'll be here from six o'clock in the morning to eight o'clock at night. And then the people that God has blessed me with my husband and my children or my spouses or whatever, I have to come in to tell them that I don't have time for them because mommy or daddy is tired. That is not of God. We keep going to these corporate businesses who will shut the door on you the next day and, and, and put somebody else in your position. Put somebody else in your seat. The moment you get up, you best believe they got somebody else who will be sitting in your seat. They don't care how much you don't pay for school because sometimes people who don't went to school and got all these degrees, they got knowledge and have no wisdom. When you need to pray for something, you need to pray for wisdom. Even though you don't know what you're praying for, you can say, God, I need help. Yes, I got knowledge. I don't pay six figures for, for student loans. I don't went to school and got this, this high degree. This is my title, God. But God, I need wisdom. That's what I need. And that's what my prayer was. Don't just put me in a place that I just think I've got all this knowledge and, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm walking into this thing. God, give me wisdom. So I said it. Yesterday was today. I said I would not go into another month. Many people are like, I had a podcast on here that says, do not take old baggage into a new season. Many people wait until December 31st of the, of the end of the year to say, oh, I'm ready for a new resolution. I'm ready for new things. You know what? Don't take things into a, into a brand new month. Whatever is taking away fruit from you, the love, the joy, the peace, the patience, the kindness, go to Galatians 5 and 22, I believe it is, and look at the fruits of the Spirit. If those things are taking from you, you need to start removing some of those things, pruning some of those things out of your life. Because God does have better, guys. He is better for every single one of us. And even though we may not know the plan, God knows the plans that he has for us. And this is sowing my seed. This is something new. And when I was on my way home last night, after I put in my notice yesterday, I said, I would not do this. I would not take it until another month. It's taken from me. And when I knew that I had to leave that job, I said, I would not fill it up, fill it up with another job. Most of us will do that. We'll leave a job and say, you know what? Let me just fill up these three days with a whole nother job so I can bring in more money that I can end up being even more poor and more broke. Well, well, I got tired of doing that. And I said, okay, God, there's some things I need to do, some things I need to work on, people I need to really help. And even if it's sitting here doing these podcasts, this is what I love doing. I get passion in what I, and this is it. Not only can I just help people in a small 22-bed unit, I can help people who can listen to, listen to me in different countries. I have people in different countries that listen to me. And I, I didn't even know it until I got on this podcast. And I looked down and I'm like, wait a minute. People in different countries are listening to my voice. But I had to start somewhere. I had to realize that God had already given me a title. I didn't have to go and worry about what the world took from me. So whatever that people take from you guys, be grateful because God has better. When you lose something, be grateful because God has better for you. Many of us, we, we, we so used to going back to that same person because they make us comfortable. Even though they are abusive and emotionally or whatever. This is who I'm familiar with. We go back to the same jobs or the same type of job because this is what we're familiar with. I got tired of it. I got tired of people failing, people hurt, people broke. I got tired of being broke. I'm like, I'm a tither. I fast and I pray. 
I prophesy, I speak in tongues and I'm broke. What is it I keep trying to do that is not of God? I keep looking back in Egypt. I keep going back to slavery. I keep going back to bondage when it was over. I'm done. And you got to have a point where you said, I'm done. I'm tired. Get in a room full of people who's ready to take you to where you need to go. God knows who you need. And he knows when you need it. And this is not for people to leave their jobs. Because guess what? You'll end up in the freaking unemployment line. This is so you can see God first in all things. That's what he says in Matthew 6, 30, 33, I believe it is. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you. That means everything, no matter what it is that you pray for, you seek God first and he'll order your steps. Because that's what he said in his word, Proverbs 20 and 24. The Lord directs our steps. So why do people try to understand everything along the way? Stop trying to figure it out. Don't even try to figure it out. Listen, I got tired of my heart being sick. I never thought I would understand that scripture. But today as I sat here and I'm like, wait a minute, Holy Spirit said, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Stop going back to what's comfortable, guys. Stop being complacent. At the end of all this, no matter what, we can look around at everybody else's life and feel like they're doing it. But God is giving you a dream and a desire. What is it that he's giving you? That's what you need to look for. All right, guys, I pray that this podcast has blessed you all. Please rate, comment, and subscribe and share this podcast out. All right, guys, have an amazing, amazing week and don't let anyone stop you. All right, be blessed. And I will talk to you guys again on the next episode of the Veronica Williams podcast. Be blessed, guys. Bye.